1-855-450-5453-251. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Okay, now, first of all, I want to mention that we got the Jingle Mingle tomorrow right here. You can get the details of the Zoom link and all that over at WDMA. Yeah, sunny Arizona. It's, hey, I know I could ride my motorcycle there too. And I see something, somebody saying hi down there in Periscope. Um, but anyway, tomorrow, I hope you'll come. We're going to have a little free jingle mingle. And uh, the it's at 3 p.m. Chicago time. The Zoom link is over on WDMA.org. Notice I can change these images. So if you'd like to advertise with WDMA, send us lots of money and I'll try to figure it out. Anyway, down here, look at this. I got the scrolly thing working, just so you know. That'll keep going because I don't know how to stop it. And we're getting so high tech. Everything's working today. Uh, but anyway, in that spirit, let's zip over here to the announcement from Hustle uh, or the article about YouTube's top earners. And what I thought was so fun about that. Let's see if YouTube is set up right. Probably not. Let's go down here and see what, what uh, which, that's wrong. I gotta find. There it is. Nope, that's not it. I'm looking for. There it is. Okay, got it all set. So we're gonna go over to YouTube. Okay, Ryan, are you earners. ready to find an egg surprise? Ready? Go, go, this go. This is the kid. This, Ooh, this, this video. What else? What else? I'll turn it down a little. Egg surprise. A kid on an egg hunt. This video has two billion views. 2 billion views. This kid has 27 million subscribers. And I've never watched him before. Which just shows you. This, it's, you know, really, it's about the parents. And apparently he does some really fancy stuff. This is all the kid is. This is a, he got, the, they got him a big, play toy and inflatable play toy and he's hunting for eggs there he comes okay so that's that's the where the world is at that's all we're gonna spend on that one but I just wanted you to see that if you want to do uh, a billion hits there's how you do it what I was impressed with is that the kid mainly doesn't, it's not short format, it's not three seconds, it's 24 minutes on whatever topic he's going to talk about, a little science experiments he runs and stuff, does a lot of variety of things, he's gotten older now and it's he's kind of doing more teaching, but millions, you know, all his videos have three or four million views, so anyway... Um, in case you're wondering where you could go on New Year's Eve, Mariah Carey is hosting a New Year's Eve bubble on Airbnb, and it's not expensive. I think, you know, she's charging 200 bucks or something. It's, maybe it's less than that. But And there's a $5,000 shopping, <laughs> shopping spree included. But you have to, there's some requirements. Oh, it's just $21. Um, but there's some requirements which are that you've got to prove you live in New York and a bunch of other stuff. And it, the drawing was 8 o'clock this morning, Wisconsin time. So you already missed it uh, if you haven't registered. But anyway, I just thought it was a cute idea. And wouldn't that be fun? Uh, she seems like a nice, nice kid. 
Uh, I ran across this article. <laughs> I ran across this article. Key marketing trends in Sri Lanka in 2021. And, you know, we don't even think about Sri Lanka. We should look them up. But probably, you know, it probably is, is like, you know, it's probably it's probably tens of millions of people. Wouldn't surprise me at all. And it's some really beautiful places down there. Um, but so it's marketing. The reason I the reason I ran across it, of course, was that direct sales will turn to human to human marketing. And what was interesting was here's an interesting point that I thought was I mean it was extraordinarily interesting to me. Uh, direct sales will turn the direct door to door sales is a concept that's probably dead today. But it's rather fascinating to learn that some are leveraging the fact that people are staying at home. It's an opportunity as people continue to stay back and work from home. So if you have a, you know, a former direct selling company, you know, like your Fuller Brush or somebody, you might want to go door to door. And if you're a retailer, you know, and you don't know what to do for marketing, you know, go knock on houses. Um, my One of my dental friends, when he got started, I said, you should do mail. And he did a flyer with a big chicken on it. It's a legendary story. And it said, are you chicken? There's a big headline above it. And it's and it was talking about painless dentistry. Well, he hired some some high school kids to go and put it in, put it on doorknobs with rubber bands. And uh, it got his practice started. Woohoo. And so, you know, you could do the same thing as a retailer. You could go door to door, say hello. I mean, we used to do that in politics. I remember going door to door in Waukesha on the Strand, which was a mainly Hispanic street. So I had four years of Spanish in high school, so it gave me a chance to practice. I probably didn't do very well. Um, I was out campaigning for, who was I campaigning for? McGovern, George McGovern? Um, because, you know, telling people that Richard Nixon was a crook and he was going to be in big trouble. Sure enough. Okay, so the same goes to traditional cold calling and old-fashioned direct mail. Okay, a majority of the population in many countries still aren't familiar with the technology. Let's face it. No connection could compare to that of meeting a person in public or in and building relationships face to face. Surprisingly, these so-called old media are not quite dead. It's increasingly important in a digital world where there isn't much human touch. The guy nailed it. Actually, he nailed it. So I'll leave him go. Okay, now I want to get over here. Uh, Sean, my friend Sean Nelson over at Lovesack was featured in a Yahoo. Uh, finance article, and he talked about how sales were up 53% uh, in the third quarter. They were, uh, they were uh, out di- distancing earning estimates. Uh, their stock is up, and um, they did 2 million Facebook Live virtual demos. But the reason I bring it up is because we had the privilege of working with Sean and um, for a couple of years like three and a half years, something like that. And during that time, I I showed them how to make direct mail work. Uh, the C the COO wanted to not open any more stores, <coughs> which was the main way that they had been growing all these years. And the new VP of marketing, 
Patrick came in and he was from Package Goods and he said, why would we want to send a catalog to people who already know what product we sell? They sell really nice um, beanbag chairs, you could call them, I suppose. They're not made from beanbags and they're not, you know, they're, they're really nice. I really like them. And, uh, and also couches that you can rearrange the parts. It's all, it's all, it's all uh, parts. And you can take off the covers and get new covers and that sort of thing. And so, um, but it's a little complicated. You know, people don't get it. And so what we decided to try and do was test the mail first with holdout tests. I've been having some conversations in the COVID group about holdout tests. And so we didn't mail some of the customers to see the value because I said to Patrick, we can test that. We can test the value of your catalog. It may not be worthwhile. I'm not saying it is. That's one thing about a direct marketer. You know, he won't necessarily fight with you. And so Patrick uh, said, okay, let's try that. So we held back about 10,000 names. And it turned out that the ROI on the catalog, let's say it was a buck. It wasn't, but let's say. Uh, was about $10 net profit. Not like that ROI article I talked about on Friday where you know we got $10 more sales. That would not do it. That would not make it a $10 ROI. We got like $30 additional sales per customer compared to the ones that weren't mailed. And the $30 boiled down to about $9 of EBITDA profit. If you don't know what EBITDA means, take a course in accounting or finance anyway and so with that done Patrick was happy to fund it for another year at least and in the meantime we started testing offers because I said you know you've got five basic four or five basic offers let's see which one drives the most traffic and so we did a B splits simple stuff and tested uh, what drove more traffic to the stores you know but the re return on investment was so big I said you you can prospect. You can drive traffic to stores with non-customers. You can get the mail to work. And along the way, uh, LSC Direct um, introduced them to um, retargeting by mail. And that worked great, and especially since we'd already nailed down the, the right, the right, the right uh, offers that got more traffic and got people to the stores. And so... We were able to use that retargeting with mail to break through the clutter and get people into the stores. And we went, we while we were with them, and I'm not, gonna, I can't take the credit for most of this stuff, but we did, we did show them how you can test and you can measure the impact, the causal impact of advertising. That's the part people miss. People say, oh yeah, we test, oh yeah, we test, we do, we test headlines, we test this, we test that. What's the causal impact of that channel? Very difficult to tell. I saw an article today in Media Week uh, that said 27% of web traffic was, was driven by email. Is that the only thing they saw? Can you prove it? Can you stop the email with a significant portion of your customers and see the differential? I bet you can't. You can with mail. That's the big that's the big difference. In scientific experiments, it isn't that we see a correlation. It isn't that we change something, run an experiment and see something happen. In science, what we have to do is try to set up the experiment to isolate the main variable, to make everything else 
the same. So, I mean, I use this to explain to a golf client of mine. Would it be fair to say that a golfer that shot a 72 was better than a golfer that shot an 84? And the CEO of the company said, well, it depends. I said, yeah, I know, it's not fair because 84 was the, the highest Jack Nicholas ever shot in a PGA tournament, and 72 was the best I ever shot on any course ever, and it was like an executive course. Actually, I shot 62 on a, a real executive course. This was kind of a hybrid in between. But anyway, it was still good golf in both cases, but it wasn't a Jack Nicholas golf, you know. And the CEO said, no, you have to have, you know, the same players on the same course on the same day, same weather. You know, what that does is isolate causal variables. That's why they change ends every quarter in football. So if there's a big wind from one end, the you know, it it changes and, and isolates the weather. Not that you can change the weather, but you can you can you can give one team a chance for a while and then you give the other team a chance for a while. That's how you do it. Okay, in mail we can do that. In digital, it's almost impossible because the engagement is so low that you don't get, you don't see an impact when you stop. That's what I would challenge all my digital friends. Stop a channel for a month. See if your sales go down. See if anything happens. Most of the time, it won't. Just saying. That's the only real way to isolate a channel's effectiveness. All this attribution on the back end Nah, yeah, you drop a third-party cookie, you drop a first-party cookie. Yeah, sure, I visited a site. That doesn't mean I actually engaged with your ad, whereas mail has 100% engagement. So that's why I bring up LoveSack, because with when when they were with us, or we were with them, we moved from $50 million to $100 million without substantially adding any stores. And they went public, and they've continued the mail. Last I checked, I haven't checked, you know. But really what we proved with mail was we proved that you could grow without, that the mail drove something that the digital had not been doing. You know, when we studied the digital before all of this happened, we found that in spite of the digital, most people just came, just the sales were just around the stores. It's, you know, it's not there's nothing surprising there. I think they were surprised because they thought that if they had a, a good enough digital presence that people would buy outside the stores. Well, it turns out, so it turned out that we could use mail to traffic, to build traffic. And I think this would apply to any retailer to a large extent. But the pivot, and, you know, I credit Sean and Patrick and the team there for doing live demos or whatever they're doing. You know, they're, whatever they're doing, they're doing some great stuff. But like I said, as far as I know, the mail is still continuing because they found out that that engagement does have ROI. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do mail. I'm just saying that you can you can verify things. It's the most solid way to test. And that's why every digital marketer should be thinking about it, should be getting involved with mail. Now, the danger, as I pointed out last Friday, is that not everybody who's selling mail knows how to run mail <laughs> because they're not teaching it in the schools they're not teaching it the dma went out of business you know target marketing magazine became you know got bought up by Adweek. we just don't have that many voices anymore but if you want to find some give me a call hook up with the wdma 
Come to our Jingle Mingle. You'll probably meet some great people. Elena said she's coming. Elena Neely from the post office, one of the legendary greats of the post office, in my opinion. So I'm looking forward to seeing Elena and some other postal people. And we just we got a whole bunch of people that registered, some really great print people. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be crazy. I, my wife said, how are you going to run this thing? I said, <laughs> We're just going to do our best. Have you ever been at a big cocktail party? You just do your best. You know, you walk around, meet some people, say hi. That's, you know, we we wanted to do meet up uh, meeting rooms, breakout rooms, but we're not sure we'll have enough people to worry about it. So just come and say hello and we'll we'll exchange business cards somehow and have a drink, which reminds me, I got to I got to see if my flask is ready for this event. So Merry Christmas. Get ready for the new year. You're not doing anything this week anyway. We know you're just twiddling your thumbs watching YouTube videos. Here I like right now. So so go to WDMA.org and register. I think there's an email that went out today for that. So maybe we'll get some more registrations. It's okay. It's you know, we're 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 doing more than some of the biggest organizations in uh, in marketing right now, and I I hope you guys enjoy it. So have a great day, Merry Christmas. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye bye.